Welcome to episode 39 of the Aligned Women podcast. We've got a great guest today, motivational money coach, Jennifer Hemphill, who's going to be talking all about money and not just giving you the same old stop spending, save more money advice. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Jen will be making a special guest appearance on Friday, July 20th via live video inside the Mama Chiropractor's Facebook group at 2.15 Central Time. If you'd like to join us, search Mama Chiropractor's group on Facebook and check the events tab to RSVP and of course to submit your questions for Jen today. All right, now on to today's episode. You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey, Mama Chiropractors, I'm here today with Jen Hemphill. Jen Hemphill is my friend who is a motivational money coach for women. And Jen is going to be talking to us about money today. Jen, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to talk with us about this very hot topic in our community. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me. And yes, it's a, such a taboo topic to talk about, but a necessary one to talk. So I'm all about talking about money. That's a great thing for us to talk more about why, why talking about money is necessary. But before we get there, just tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Sure. So as you said, I am a motiva- motivational money coach for women. I'm a, my, the fancy name, the fancy, you know, you're a chiropractor, the fancy letters behind my name are an accredited financial counselor. And basically it's not a financial planner, but really the, what it means is just, it, I help educate you and coach you and guide you on the finances, but I don't give you advice uh, in what areas to invest. I can teach you about the different types of investments, but I'm gonna, not going to tell you where to invest in. That's not my place. So really my whole uh, mission is to simplify money for women uh, to, make it, to make life a whole lot easier because we, have, we, we wear so many uh, hats. Uh, so my mission is just to make it simple, uh, easier to understand, to empower, and uh, make women more confident and get women talking about money more. Amen. Why do you think that it is important for us to talk about money and not just leave it as something to uh, consider a taboo subject? Right. Well, that, that's a great question because when talking, uh, something powerful happens with talking about money. When you start talking about money, granted. I'm not telling you to go out and share all your business to everybody. You have to surround yourself with like-minded individuals and know who you talk to someone that you trust, right? Someone that a good friend, a spouse, a mentor, someone that you're able to talk to that is aligned with your values. They're really pretty much uh, in the same place in, in terms of, uh, what they want to do with their finances, uh, that they want to better their finances and all that. So really in talking with money, what happens is you gain more confidence, right? And once you gain that confidence, you're going to take more action. And when you take more action, you're going to create more results with your money, right? So it's really uh, about uh, getting, gaining that confidence. And really it's, 
once you talk money, you're going to get in with others, you're going to get more insight about others, money stories about, uh, how other people manage their money. Cause money is not, there's no cookie cutter approach to money because with money is called personal finance. When people talk about money is called personal finance. And there's a reason for that. It's personal. It's unique. It's different to every single person. So that's really in essence why it's important to talk about money to really, um, one, it'll help you gain confidence. And like I mentioned, which creates more momentum, action and results. Uh, and two, it's going to give you more insight. You're going to grow uh, as a person and in your money journey as well. Hmm. Interesting insight to think about a money journey, right? A money journey. What is uh, the typical woman that you work with? What is her money journey like when she starts working with you? There's a lot of overwhelm, definitely a lot of overwhelm. There's a lot of fear uh, in terms of money, but there is some motivation there to get their money uh, together. So they either come to me from a place where they've done all the quote unquote right things, uh, followed the advice, uh, whether from what they've read from books, from other experts, but they've gotten some sort of, uh, some sort of success with it, but they're stuck, right? Mm -hmm. Or they come to me where they're just overwhelmed. They're, uh, let's say, you know, they're bringing in the income and they're living, you know, it's a good income, but somehow they're still living paycheck to paycheck. They're not seeing the fruits of their labor. So they're not, they're tired of working hard, making the money and not seeing results. So it's really a lot, a lot of women come to me with just overwhelm and not knowing what they need to know. They just are feeling very stuck. Yeah. I really also think feeling like they never get ahead. Yes. Right? And this is so applicable for women in chiropractic because as we talked about before, in our profession, the standard thought process is that to make more money, you have to see more patients, which means that you either decrease the amount of time that you spend with your patients to fit more into the same hours, or you work more hours to see more patients. And neither of those typically feel very good to um, heart centered women chiropractors. So, and right. And there's something to be said about making more money. Um, there, I mean, there's nothing wrong with making more money, especially if, because when you're, let's say you're trying to reach some goals of you're wanting to pay off that debt, uh, the last credit card, or uh, maybe you're trying to buy a new car, or maybe um, you haven't really saved for retirement that much. Maybe you know those are some things that you're wanting to do. And but there's no, there as you're looking as your finances, there's no freed up money, right? So there's yeah. only two ways to do it: either make more money or uh, eliminate some expenses, right? Minimize those expenses. But with you know, sometimes we, I think we get stuck when making more money, but before we consider that, look at your, your finances and see where you stand, where you stand, right? Because sometimes it's just a matter of you're not, you don't have clarity as to where all that money is going, right? And you don't have a plan in place either. So you have to look at that. Where do you stand with your finances? It's great to make more money and, and, um, but to what extent, right? It's yeah. not about going out there and making more money and working yourself to that. It's about working smartly 
in knowing how much more money are you aiming for, right? I mean, and then also, I mean, as you and I know, there's the other factor of there's other things you can do and the pricing, right? That's something as women, we don't uh, necessarily always value our worth. Uh, and sometimes we just can increase prices. So there's different ways of doing it. But I just wanted to just make it clear that when, when thinking about making more money, just stay, take a step back, uh, get clarity on your money, on your finances, um, and see where it's all going and really how much more you need. Have a strategy in place in terms of really how much money is it that you need, uh, that you need to make more. Yeah. This is such an um, important topic too, because you mentioned being able to raise our prices. Now, some of us um, choose to not accept medical insurance. That's, my, that's the way my practice is structured now so that I can set my own prices, essentially. Others are in an insurance practice. And for the most part, those that do accept insurance would really love to not have to do that if they thought it was possible to not do it because it takes mm -hmm. a lot of time and you have to wait to get paid. And what other business model exists where you go get a service and then you pay for it later? Someone else pays for it for you, right? Uh, and in setting up my second practice, it was so clear to me that I wanted my time to be either with my family or with my patients. And really, I didn't want to spend time working on paperwork, right? That insurance wasn't a part of the picture anymore. And that, for me, in my first practice years ago would have been a huge mental struggle because I would have thought, well, no one can afford my care. No one will be able to afford to come see me, right? And now it's not even a factor because I just changed my mind. So talk to me more, Jen, about how you would help a woman or what advice you would give to someone who's listening that feels that way. Like, yeah, sure, I'd love to raise my prices. I'm in insurance and I don't see how it's possible that I could not accept insurance and just be a cash practice. Right. I think you have to really look at uh, yourself. Take a look at, I mean, it all comes back to, to mindset. And when we talk about mindset, we have to look at our own stories, our past stories, uh, what, what messages we got um, in, in terms of money, right? And in terms mm -hmm. of anything, right? It could be anything, confidence. It could be any of those things. So what messages did we get growing up? And what are those messages that we're carrying through to today? And some of those, it's like cycles. Like, for example, we hear about uh, child abuse or alcohol, alcoholism uh, and how it just, you're, some people continue that cycle in families, right? So it's yeah. the same with these messages. What cycle, what messages are you recycling, if you will, that don't serve you, uh, that, that really limit you? And you have to create that new story for yourself. So it's a matter of looking back uh, and reflecting, uh, seeing what you have recycled that hasn't served you, throw that out. Uh, and recreating what you want. So it's a matter, because sometimes we, you know, sometimes, a lot of times, <laughs> we limit ourselves so much on our own. Not, for, not by anyone else's doing, is we're doing it ourselves. And it's, a, it's from that, and also from 
not really getting clear on what is it that we want. Yeah, we may want to make more money. Yeah, we may want to have a successful chiropractic practice. Uh, but what is that? does that mean for us? That's really what we need to take a look at, what it means. Because I know that's something for me that personally that's kept me stuck where with our finances, I always was quote unquote good with my money. People were always coming to me with for questions and advice, but there was a point in time where I was stuck and it was because I didn't really understand what my why was, why I was doing this. I was just putting saving money and paying off debt because I was supposed to, right? But what did yeah. that mean? What did that really mean? And so when you're looking at your chiropractic practice <laughs> is uh, really looking at, okay, what is it that you want to achieve and take a step back and look at why, what is the driving force behind that? Cause that's, what's going to matter. It's not because, Oh, uh, you've seen, I don't know, typically, I don't know what the st statistics are. You know, <laughs> I'm not in that field, but typically this is what a practice looks like in five years or in six years or 10 years, whatever. Uh, and maybe you're not there, but that doesn't define you. You have to look at your life and your values and the lifestyle that you want to create. Because I know as moms, uh, family is a, a huge, of huge importance to us. So you have to look at those things uh, and really decide because you are the one in control. That's one thing that um, I, some people, we forget is that we're the ones in control of everything, right? Of most everything, I should say. We, we control a lot of things. And uh, in terms of our success and all that, we, we have that control. So it's just a matter of looking at the past, what we've, what we've uh, brought into now, getting clear as to where we want to go and why. Yeah, that is, you know, kind of the whole mission of Aligned Women in general, right? Mm -hmm. That we create practices that are right for ourselves and for our families. And that means sometimes dropping the expectations or the shoulds that we have taken on at some point in our journey that tell us we should be doing things differently than what really works well for us and what really allows us to live the lifestyle that we want to live. Absolutely. And sometimes it's about asking those questions of yourself of how can I do this? Cause sometimes we're just like, we, Oh, we, that can't happen. It's just impossible. Uh, we can't raise the prices or uh, this is too difficult with insurance or whatever a case may be for that pra your practice. But instead, as I mentioned, look at how you want to, you know, how you foresee yourself living um, not just at home, but in your practice. And then from there, asking yourself those questions, how can you do this? What are some ways and explore those options because the brain is, you know, I'm not an expert on the brain, mind you, <laughs> but <laughs> the brain is such a powerful thing that, that we have to one, to, uh, to our, uh, to help us. And, and if we don't allow it to help us, it can do the opposite. Just like, for example, think of like the typical quote unquote Mondays where you spill your coffee and then you think, oh, what else could go wrong? And then naturally something else goes wrong and you blame it on the Monday, you know? So it's one thing after another, but if you take a step back in that case and uh, just 
you know, you spilled the coffee or like me the other day, I almost didn't put the coffee cup underneath <laughs> to, for the coffee to come in. Um, I've done so many things. Instead of blaming that on something and take a step back and look at what, ama- what other things, what amazing things can come from this day, because that gets your brain, it, the brain will serve you. You just allow it to serve you. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So let's talk more about the kinds of things that you see women doing wrong. Is there, is that allowed? Can we say the word wrong? (laughs) What are they doing that you can help them do differently? Right. Uh, One is changing what they, how they foresee budgeting. Uh, Budgeting is something that is, uh, Feared by many is something that we don't want to address. It's something that we don't want to talk about. But budgeting is something that is very uh, misunderstood, right? But when we think of budgeting, we think in terms of uh, not restricting, right? Restricting what we spend. But the budget really is a plan. And who's in control of that plan? You are. So you decide how you want those numbers to go. So I, those, that is one area that is huge is I really help them change how they look on uh, budgets because uh, all a budget is is a plan for your money. And that plan is created by you. But the budget alone is not going to do everything for you because it's just a plan. And in order to carry out the plan, it needs you to, t- to make sure that you take that action. Uh, so that is one area. And another area is just having, allowing them to see beyond what the experts tell them, right? So there's a lot of money gurus that uh, gives, they give great, great guidance, uh, but it's a matter of taking that step back and you don't have to follow everything to the T. I fell into that trap where I followed everything, but you have to look at the guidance, what serves you, what doesn't, because it's your own, those experts don't know your personal situation. So some things may work for you, but sometimes may not uh, at the moment. So you have to look at that. And um, the other thing is just putting systems in place. Uh, We're busy. So once we are able to put some systems uh, in place uh, that works for us, and not every system is exactly the same uh, for everyone, uh, it's going to make our lives easier. It's going to get us excited about money because it's not as cumbersome as before. Uh, So those are like the main things. And of course, um, their perspectives on money as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's the other part. A lot of women that I've worked with haven't even thought about how their past, how they grew up around money has affected and carried on to what they're doing today. Oh, wow. That's um, interesting for me to think about because I've been so aware for such a long time that Mm -hmm. my childhood really had and has still such a big impact on the way that I relate to money growing up without any, (laughs) right? So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I could see how like becoming aware of that would make such a huge shift for a woman in her life with her finances as well. Absolutely. And especially those that come to me that are not in the entrepreneur space, um, because it all comes to really uh, personal development, which in the corporate world may, maybe it's getting better. I don't know, but it's not, you see it more uh, when you have 
when you become a business owner and that type of thing. But the, uh, the, my clients that are not in that space, that this is like a huge shift for them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's never a time that we are more challenged to grow ourselves than when we are growing a business. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. One other big thing for women chiropractors, really all chiropractors, is student loan debt. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you have a lot to say about student loan debt because I know that you've had people in your community that have paid off large amounts of student loan debt. It seems that as chiropractors, we take on a very, very large amount of students. I don't know that any other profession takes on as much debt as we do. Maybe medical doctors. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a lot for a lot of us. And there's Mm -hmm. also a lot of husband and wife teams. They're both chiropractors. So they have double the student loan debt. And they don't know where to start or what options to explore on how to pay that debt down. So for your clients in that position, Mm -hmm. where do you start with them? Basically, the first thing is really knowing what kind of loans, because there's the privatized loans and then there's the federal loans. And there's benefits to the federal loans that aren't on the privatized loans. So it's knowing, and I interviewed on my podcast, I actually, it was two, I split it up in two episodes because it was such good stuff. And I can provide you the link. And he is a student loan expert. I am not a student loan expert, but um, he provided a lot, a lot of good info, breaking down the different types of student debt and so forth. But really, that's like really the first step. What kind of student loan debt do you have? Um, and then from there, it's just a matter of, I always recommend uh, this tool that's called powerpay.org. It's not a pretty tool like I like it to be, but, there, um, but uh, it's really basically what it is. It's a free tool where you go, you create an account, you go in, you put your numbers. So you put your student loan debt, you can put your credit card debt. If, that, if you have any, a car loan, a uh, mortgage, whatever you want to put in there, you put the total amount, the interest rate, and the minimum payment. And then from there, you get to play around. So this is just a tool to help you visualize when you can pay off those debts, right? So let's say the the student loan debt is what really, really um, bothers you right now. And that's the one that you really want to focus on. So let's say that you have an extra, I don't know, $100 a month or maybe $200 a month uh, that you want to put towards that student debt. So you put that number in there. Uh, and it retabulates, uh, and it'll give you a month, day, and year, plus the interest saved, uh, and of when you'll pay that off. So it's a matter of getting visual of when you can pay that debt off so you can make those choices. Because sometimes we think $100 is not going to do much, um, and depending on how much debt, uh, it can make a drastic difference, just that $100. So one, again, is getting cl- understanding what type of loans you have and um, 
And then two is playing around, like I said, PowerPay is a power, it's a great tool. It's not anything fancy, but it's the one tool that doesn't disappear on me because there's been many app, apps out there that I've loved and all of a sudden they disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one has stuck around. So I definitely recommend that uh, to, uh, and it also is just a, a matter of, being, you know, if it's, I know I, I work with clients that that is just like a burden on their head, right? But allow yourself to be flexible in the sense of don't put, it's harder to said than done, right? Don't put so much burden on yourself on that, but play with that tool. And that itself is going to empower you because that's going to tell you if I have a hundred dollars every single month, and even you can, when you buy a house, they give you that amortization schedule that month by month, this is what the balance is and that type of thing. It it breaks it down like that. So you can see the balance go down every single month. And if you're working with multiple um, debts, it'll tell you when when this debt is paid off, we can move it to that extra payment to the following debt. So it's um, really looking at that, you know, you can use that tool. There's others, but this is just the one that I recommend um, to, and that will help you and empower you. Cause once you have that, you're in the game, right? Cause if you know, you have that extra hundred dollars a month that, you know, kitty, know every single month you can put towards that, um, you'll do it, right? And then once you see the power in that, you might find yourself looking to see if you can free up more money or make more money uh, too, so you can uh, put more money towards that debt. But the other part in this is to not compare yourself because one issue that I have personally is those headlines. Such and such person paid $100,000 in debt in I don't know how many months, let's say 12 months or $60,000 of that in three months. So don't compare that to you because your situation is just, is your situation. The debt will be paid off. Granted, we want to get it paid off uh, sooner than later, but once it's done, it's done. Don't focus on, oh my goodness, this is too hard. Focus on just getting an action. Automate, automate it too is a big part. And just let it take it, care, you know, let it take care of itself. Uh, check in for once in a while and see how it's going. See what changes are happening in your life because that's the other part. When paying off debt, um, life is still going to be life, right? Life is going to happen. Uh, maybe uh, you get married. Maybe you get divorced. Maybe you have another child. Maybe you buy a home. Those type of financial things can happen, right? And then you have to readjust everything uh, to, you have to make some changes. So don't get, don't get caught up in that burden, that feeling burden with the debt, but just take some action and just stay positive. So it sounds to me that the overall theme really is to stop hiding Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Stop hiding from your student loan debt and to stop hiding from your money in general. Right. And then if it helps, like we, my husband and I, we, uh, I didn't, I was fortunate. I didn't have any student loan debt. He did. And when we got married, that was a huge, huge headache for him. Right. Huge headache. Um, like he was upset about having that debt and because he didn't, he saw me without it. Right. But I'm like, Hey, we're married. We're going to do this thing. We'll take care of it. Now, 
we paid it off on the 15 year mark. So a couple of years ago, we paid the debt off. So it took us 15 years to pay off this debt, which sounds like a long time. But remember when I say life happens, in between that, what you don't see is what debt we prevented, right? So we had to make some decisions. And within those 15 years, we bought some cars and paid it off pretty quick. Uh, we had to buy you know, some furniture. We bought houses, those type of things. So you have to, when you um, go on through life, you have to balance the, that decision-making. Is this a good decision for now? And, and take it in stride, right? Because sometimes we take, like I said, we... In comparison to the headlines, it took us a long time. But you know what? I'm okay. It's it's done and over with. I'm not gonna dwell on the past, or I'm not gonna dwell that it took us that long, or that it didn't take us six months. But I'm gonna take pride in what we did do. And what we did do was we did prevent a heck of a lot of debt uh, because we we in that time we our priorities. Um, and these other purchases that we make was to not allow more debt, right? So take that, you know, consider those type of things. And I hope that's helpful. That's one of the things that I love most about your perspective and how you work with women and their finances is that it's not always about saving every penny that you make, but also using the money that you do make to fund the lifestyle that you want to live as well. Right, right. Because I mean, we're only here, uh, who knows? (laughs) We could be here today and tomorrow, who knows? So I, I really strongly believe in just imbalancing it. And I'm not about go out there and get into that. I'm not about that either. But I'm also about uh, making sure that you enjoy today and tomorrow <laughs> and each day that you're given because it's always, you know, it's a blessing. So, yes. Jen, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. It's been so fun to get a fresh perspective on money, Um, making money, spending money, and student loan debt, all of it. Where is the best place for someone to connect with you if she wants to learn more about what you do? Sure. Over on my website at jenhemphill.com. You can find me there. You can find my podcast called Her Money Matters. And I have a free community that you can also find there as well. Awesome. We will be sure to include links in the show notes for all of the things that you've shared today in this episode. Thank you again so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me. Hey mama, I want to thank you for listening to the show today and invite you to become an Aligned Woman Insider. When you subscribe, you'll get access to our upcoming free Ideal Patient Challenge and bi-monthly masterclasses, plus insights from me on growing a practice that's right for you and your family that I only share with insiders. So head over to alignwomen.com and subscribe today.